yourself with spunout.ie. Rebecca Connolly from spunout.ie. Thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so this week's chat is all about work from home, uh, which people are way too acquainted with at this stage it's still a huge part of our lives but at the same time it can uh, pose new troubles and challenges week on week Uh, specifically we're going to talk about uh, healthy habits during working from home uh, and breaks so Rebecca um, talk to us a little bit about how it can be challenging uh, managing your time when working from home firstly yeah I guess the first challenge is just kind of the freedom that you have you know it's a bit like not being in school without the teacher looking over you almost that when you're in an office not that you're being watched but you're surrounded by colleagues and you know that you have a meeting at this time or you know you have to be doing something at a certain time and at home you can have a lot more freedom um, and not really have the same structure that you would have in the office so it can be easy to be just kind of distracted by the everyday things you know you also might have other responsibilities at home or things that you want to get done and it can be easy to just get distracted and so I guess the biggest piece of advice we would have is to try and look at your day in the morning and break it into maybe like 25 minute pieces of you know tasks that you could do so um 25 minutes is kind of the best sort of amount of time that you can concentrate on a task for so by breaking down your work into those little chunks it can be easier then to be able to say okay well I know that you know from 11 till half 11 I'll do this and then give myself a small break where you can kind of you know refocus your energy and then move on to a next task without getting really maybe overwhelmed by saying oh and you know you've spent the whole morning doing something and you don't feel like you've actually achieved much whereas if you really know the tasks you want to get done it can be easier to then t- tick them off and kind of feel that sense of accomplishment definitely and it's something that I think all of us kind of need to get better at is you know committing to taking breaks because as you said like you know you you don't have your boss essentially standing over your shoulder so I think a lot of people from my 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 own experience when I was broadcasting from home for a few months and from my friends experience they kind of feel that they tend to be working a lot more now that they're at home because they feel like they have to almost overcompensate because you know they they feel like that if they miss a call or if they miss a, a, a team meeting then they almost think their boss is going to think they're slacking off I mean is there any tips maybe that you might share to to kind of maybe find that work-life balance between you know taking your healthy breaks but also still getting the work done yeah I guess you know if you feel overwhelmed or if you feel like you always have to be online or you always have to be checking your emails then a good place to start would be actually just speaking to your boss about that because you know they are in the same position that you are in they are also working from home and if you feel like they're expecting too much of you outside of the workday, then that's a conversation that should be had. It can be difficult, you know, and you don't want people to, you know, you always want your boss to think that you're doing the best, but your work should reflect that, not the amount of time that you're online for, because you could be online, you know, all day long and not actually get that much done. What's important is that in the time that you're online, you know, you are achieving and then that you have that time at the end of the day to relax and recharge. So then the next day you can actually do your work again. And because if it's just this constant go and then there's no break and there's no relaxation, well, you're not going to be in the right headspace the next day or the day after to be able to get your work done. And that can just lead to burnout. So, you know, if you feel like your boss and, and it could, you know, we a lot of the times put expectations on ourselves. We think, oh, if I'm not online till this time or if my boss sees that I'm, you know, off for five minutes, they'll think this. 
they're probably not thinking that, you know, we can also just put pressure on ourselves. So if you are feeling um, overworked, having a conversation with your boss can be a good place to start to just say, you know, it's a global pandemic, I'm working from home and I just want to make sure that, you know, we're finding the balance here and that, and that my work isn't being affected by the pressure I'm feeling. One thing that I've heard from a couple of different sources is that, you know, on a normal working day, when you're going into work, you'd have all these things that would lead up to the start of your work. Those things being getting dressed, putting on your work attire, you know, driving or getting the bus or the train to your office, going in, getting your coffee, sitting down at your desk. Now, when we don't have that, some people uh, may just be essentially turning off the alarm clock, rolling out of bed, chucking on the trackies and sitting at your desk, which is a metre from your bed. So you don't have all those things that lead up. Uh, and then the same can be said for at the end of the day, you don't have those things that will mark the close of the workday and the the transition then into your chill evening. So is there anything that can be done to kind of mark the beginning of the workday and end of the workday to help people kind of get in the me- mental zone? Because also you hear people being like, oh sure, you know, when I'm doing the kind of last few emails wrapping up the day, I'll, I'll flick the telly on or watch the match or whatever and you're kind of doing a bit of both. So there's crossover and then again, if you're doing that, there isn't like a clear mark of the end of the day. Is there any tips that can help people, you know, mark the start and end and a, and a clear definition between work and personal life? Yeah, so we would recommend that you start your day with something you enjoy. So for most of us, we've actually gotten time back because we no longer commute. So maybe in the morning you had an hour to commute. So you were getting up at, you know, half seven to be on the train for half eight to be in work for half nine. Now, if you start work at half nine, you can still get up at half eight and have this hour in the morning where maybe, you know, you practice some yoga or you go for a walk or you just play with your dog or, or just something that brings you a bit of joy at the start of the day. So it's not immediately I get out of bed and I go straight onto my laptop because that can be, you know, quite repetitive and it just feels like you're spending all of your time on your laptop or online. And so if you can try and create a routine where you wake up and you do something that you enjoy in that morning that isn't work related. So you feel like, you know, you are getting that time. And then again, throughout the day, take those breaks. And when it comes to the evening, it can be hard to, you know, completely log off. But again, if you can you know, not have your work emails on your phone so they're not coming through in the evening. If you can mute those notifications from those sort of things and really just say, you know, this time is mine and this time is important, you know, for me and for my happiness. And again, at the end of the day, try and do those things that can bring you some enjoyment if it's exercise. Um, It's obviously difficult not being able to meet up with friends in the way that we used to, but there are still ways that we can connect with people and just really you know even if you wrote it down every day what did I do this morning that I enjoyed what did I do at the end of the day that I enjoyed and kind of make a conscious effort to see are you focusing on yourself at least twice a day are you focusing on your well-being Um, and I think if you did it for a week then you could look back and see if it actually made some difference and if it made you feel better throughout the working day having those things that you enjoyed. I think it's great that you mentioned how, you know, you should really make the morning yours. And if you don't have that hour commute or you don't have to be up as early as usual. Um, one of my friends is actually, he has started getting up at 6am and he takes from 6 till 9am 
to be completely his time and he's like rather than waiting after my nine to five to then do the things that I like I'm I'm starting the day off how I want to do it and he said that the, the, the change in his attitude and the change in his mental health has been so amazing because you know he's not counting down the hours to you know get out to the beach for his morning swim or to drink his coffee slowly instead he's like he's getting up and he's having a more leisurely morning so I think it's important that you mention that you know for some people it could be yoga for others it could just be simply having a cup of coffee you know you don't have to be a gym bunny or you know a sea swimmer to to enjoy a nice morning ritual yeah like everyone's different and I am definitely not a morning person so for me to get up at 6am like three hours before work would just never happen but that hour is really just time that's already there for you because you you were used to getting up you know earlier than you were in work anyway and again you can just enjoy that time in so many different ways and I think like especially when you start to see the weather get good it just reminds you that there's hope and that there's you know you can go outdoors again and you can do all these wonderful things because I think what was really difficult in winter was that you would wake up it was dark you would start work you would end work it Mm -hmm. was dark (laughs) and you'd just be in your house and it really just felt like kind of groundhog day but now especially with the weather getting better yeah just take that time and even if it's just sitting in your garden in the morning you know you deserve some you time you deserve some happiness and 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 your happiness and you being you know calm and feeling relaxed when you go into work in the morning will only benefit your job and uh, now I can't speak from this personally because we have been lucky enough for the most part to still be coming into the studio every day. But is there almost like an element of guilt? We kind of touched on it earlier, an element of guilt for people who are, you know, at their desks and they're just like, you know, it could be five, half five. And they're like, oh, I just need to do, you know, these five more emails. <clears throat> and then they'll they'll actually spend another hour sitting at the desk being like, oh, I'll just get these out of the way now because I'm here. You know, it's grand. I'm, I'm in my room anyway. I'm not going home. Whereas if you were in the office, if you were still doing bits as you're wrapping up your day at close of business time, you'd have your colleagues and your boss and your peers be like, here, leave it. Like, we're all going. It's time to leave now. Office is shutting down. So is there almost like an element of guilt or a feeling that you're not doing enough just because you're not leaving the house and you're working from your bedroom that will almost keep you there, which I feel isn't healthy? Yeah, people can definitely put a lot of pressure on themselves. And some things just seem small, you know. And and there's nothing wrong if you feel like, oh, I just want to get these five emails out at the end of the day you know, the odd time, because we all do that. We all think, oh, if I get these out now, then I'm at a better position for tomorrow. But if that's you every evening, and if every evening you find yourself working more, and and if you find yourself, as you said, having your dinner on your laptop or, you know, watching the match on your laptop, you're really not getting that work-life balance. And, you know, the time that you have during the day, if you really try to prioritize getting your work done and concentrating during that time, then when it comes to the evening, you just need to, again, say to yourself, listen, I've done my best work for today. And even if I didn't get done what, you know, all I wanted to do, the reality is you never get done all you want to do. You know, there's always work the next day. Work always goes on. And um, so, again, just be kind to yourself. And, you know, you deserve to relax. You deserve to have a nice evening. And your work will only, you know, benefit from you being able to get that rest at the end of the day. And any guilt that you're feeling, you just need to try and ignore and ignore those thoughts because you're doing a great job. You're working during a global pandemic and, you know, which has just been so incredibly difficult and a whole new experience for everyone. So the fact that you have spent a year working from home, you know, 
kept your job you've obviously done a good job for a year if you're still in it now so you should you know not listen to the doubts that you might have that you're not doing a good enough job absolutely yes yeah. so I was going to ask you for some final words of wisdom on it but I really think you just <laughs> hit the nail on the head there you know saying we're all doing a great job and it, it, it's you're so right like I mean it's so easy to kind of forget that you know you might be at home and but you're still very much in work mode and if anything, I think, you know, we're kind of saying we're enjoying a slower pace of life, but I'd say 90% of us are probably a bit more on than usual. So it is very important for the reminder just to to mind yourself that little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, it's been really difficult for people who have been furloughed and people who haven't been able to, you know, work. And there's been so many different experiences of the pandemic. And there's also been so many different experiences of, you know, people working from home who have children or people working from home who have parents that they need to take care of. And a lot of those things aren't seen, you know, your colleague, you just you don't actually see what's going on behind closed doors. So I also think another really important thing is that if you feel like, oh, your colleague should have got something done by a certain time to just be compassionate to them and to understand that, you know, this is a really tough time. Um, And, you know, if there's a boss out there listening, be compassionate towards your staff because they are really working hard and and everyone just needs to be kind to one another at the moment. Yeah, for sure. And if anyone is feeling lonely or isolated or having any trouble at all in their own heads or in their own work life, uh, where can they go to ask for some help and, and reach out? Yeah, so we have a 24-7 text service called 50808. So if you text spun out to 50808, you can speak to a trained volunteer about any sort of troubles or worries you might be having at the moment, be that work-related relationships, um, anything. And, you know, there's nothing too big or too small to speak about. If you feel overwhelmed, if you feel stressed, text us um, and someone will be able to talk to you and offer you advice on what you're going through. So that's spun out to 50808. Fantastic. Rebecca from spunout.ie, a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Mind yourself with spunout.ie.